Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, looking for her finished dream boy. <laughs> it's the Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle. Howdy. Maybe, well, let's see. Is Miro Heiskanen... Miro Heiskanen's 20, mm-hmm. so he's younger than you. Yeah. Um, I bet Rupe Hintz is, is... He's 23, so he's younger than you, too. Right? I'm 23. I just turned 23. Um. Okay, but you're still... So he'll Was turn he tw- born in 96 or 97? Ni- 96. Then he's older than I am. So he'll turn 24. Yeah, he'll turn 24 in November. So there you go. If you want an old... You've, you've got a younger guy in Miro Heiskanen. <laughs> or you've got an older guy. I think Miro has a girlfriend. What, so. about, what about Rupe? I don't know does he speak english that's an honest question yeah it's broken but yeah okay that's fine um okay do we first four through the door we sure do it's derek english who's watching from sunny florida hey now. by the way jealous of that um rob hadaway daniel agnew and miss terry welcome in miss terry ladies and gentlemen uh, good good call today <laughs> is thursday june 11th 2020 168 days till thanksgiving episode 975 975 fergie jenkins's win probability added in his illustrious texas rangers career yeah, just Rangers, right? Yeah, just Rangers. On today's show, friends, we got some headlines across the state, including um, some uh, news on the COVID-19 front, which I know is exactly why you come here. You want to hear us talk about that. And some uh, some very late coaching changes in the panhandle. Yeah. We'll get into that. In the back half of the show, we are unveiling, continuing to unveil, our the top tens of our Texas high school football rankings in the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Today, 3A Division One, And I'm going to be honest... It's going to surprise some people. Yes. I think the other ones, you know, some other ones have been like, you can... I was surprised when I looked for I the first can, time. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I think we get some mm-hmm. some projections that I think people <laughs> like. Anyway, we'll have that coming up here at the back half of the program. Remember to subscribe to Dave Gamble's Text Football at textfootball.com slash subscribe. Okay. Let me tell you this. Magazines are being dropped in the mail today. Woohoo! Okay. I have a mag. I should have brought the magazine in. I have a magazine. I got it. I had yeah. to run up. Our, our boss had to run up to the printer and grab it off the press. But subscribers, your magazine is coming. I would say, I would expect it 
mid next week. That's my yes. honest assessment. If you have already been a subscriber, if you subscribe this week, it might be a little bit behind that. But um, if you are, if you've been a subscriber, uh, you know, before basically since last Friday, then you should be getting it probably middle of next week. Um, if it's not there, if it's not there by the end of next week, tweet me something like that and let me know, and and we'll we'll make sure we you, we'll make sure we check on it. But subscribers are going to start getting their magazines. You may get it. I'll just be honest. You may get it as early as like Saturday. That might be that's that is not outside the realm of possibility. Mm-mm. I cannot promise that. I don't control the mail. <laughs> Once again, everyone blame Greg Tepper if you, you know do what? not get you your know magazine that's, on Saturday. That's the, uh, blame Tepper. That's the um that's the um that that right there is the the quote of the day. I don't control the mail. I don't control the mail. I don't. I don't. I do not control the mail. So please don't hold me that. But which so, word do you want me to misspell in that graphic? Do mail with M I A L. Um, <laughs> subscribe at textofwall.com slash subscribe. We will mail you a magazine. If you get if you subscribe this week, we can guarantee you will get your magazine uh, early. You'll get your magazine before it hits newsstands. So if you go to there, textofwall.com slash subscribe, we will be happy to send you a magazine. And you get all sorts of other great online content. It'll be great. Yep. Okay. Let's get to some headlines. Got some headlines across the state. Uh, we will start with the... Uh, We'll start with kind of the probably the most important news of the, of the week, right. which is, and this came down earlier this week, I guess on the uh, Tuesday, 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 that the UIL uh, is relaxing some of their workout restrictions for the summer strength and conditioning um, uh, workouts. Uh, of course, if you remember, this is a couple of weeks ago, they announced the um, the guidelines for these workouts. Um, and said that we are going, you know, these are the, you need to form your workout and your strategy around these guidelines and said, Hey, uh, you know, you know, of some of them were like, for example, you can only use 25% of your indoor capacity. So if you have a weight room that holds a hundred kids, you can only have 25 of them in there. Uh, things like that, uh, limits on groups. There was a, a, a student to, to staff ratio of 20 to one, um, uh, other ones. It was a pretty robust list of guidelines. Um, well, on Tuesday, they announced some changes to that, mm-hmm. and and all of them have, can be called relaxations of those rules. Uh, for example, starting on June twenty second, you can now increase your indoor capacity to fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can increase your group sizes from um, let's see, uh, you can now go from fifteen. Uh, it used to be that workout groups can only be fifteen. Now they can be up to twenty five. That starts mm-hmm. on the twenty second. Then with the same ratio of twenty five to one coach. Uh, yes, I believe that is correct. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I believe that's correct. But one thing I will say is that they have immediately lifted the 20 to 1 student to staff ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, effective immediately. Uh, I think the timing of this is pretty weird. I'll be honest. Because it was two workouts in. And so, like, it's fair to say that, like, this is not based on how those first two workouts went. It was basically a premeditated plan yeah. to release that right. before we even had to have been solved had to have been. how things went. Right. So this is this is a, a relaxation of rules two two days in when it's impossible to know how they went. Mm-hmm. And it's a little curious. I think the timing is curious. Um and you know, I'm not the UIL. I don't make those decisions. I think it's a little quick mm-hmm. to be I what I would have liked to do is let those things cook for about two weeks. I was going to say, give it two weeks, not two days. Give it two weeks. See how things are going. And then if you want to say, hey, by the way, starting next week, you can relax these things. 
Uh, that's the way I would have done it. That, but they didn't ask me. So uh, there are uh, that. That's the the latest from the UIL. Uh, I would. I think that it is only fair to put part and parcel this news out of Orange. Right. There is news out of Orange, Texas, that a player uh, from West Orange Stark has tested positive for COVID-19. As a result, West Orange Stark has suspended their workouts for 14 days. Yeah. Uh, as a result, they didn't, you know, because of um, uh, oh, what is HIPAA. Is that right? That's the thing. They don't release yeah. the name of the kid. Right. And and it's not really important. No. Uh, but. A, a, a West Orange Stark player has tested positive for COVID-19, and they are going to suspend their summer workouts for two weeks. Are they, okay, are they counting the 14 days as st- I believe 7-7, or are they doing it 14 days of workouts? Because if that's the case, then that's, that's three weeks. O- no, almost this three is, weeks. This is, it's two calendar weeks. Two cal- okay, so the regular so like, the next, quarantine right, of so COVID. So the next time that they would do it, they would have a workout, presumably would be two weeks from today, right? If right. they were going 14 full days, then they would be two weeks from today. Um, let me, I think this is an important moment to recognize that this may be a reality in the fall. Right. That there is a fair chance that like if a, if a player tests positive on a team and they have been in obviously close contact with this player, then like the CDC guidelines are that if you are around somebody who tests positive, you need to self-quarantine for 14 days. Let me ask you a question. What happens if a player on Allen tests positive mm-hmm. on October 14th? Right. Are they just going to... That's that's pack it up. Well, my, then you've right. got to you've got to think about too. What happens when they test positive on October fourteenth, and that's a Saturday morning that they just played yeah. a Plano? Does you the, know, uh, does does the other play, team does Plano need to, have to? Yeah, and that's why to me the much more interesting conversation is not how are we going to start high school football. That's 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 you know that's everyone's working towards that. And we've all got our eyes on starting on on, on that. What happens when a player tests positive? During the middle of the season. Like, what are the protocols then? Because, again, I'm not wishing it on people, but I'm telling you that is a statistical inevitability. Absolutely. There are going to be players during the season that test positive for COVID-19 unless it just poof vanishes miraculously right right now. Um, And I'll tell you that probably is not going to happen. So that is, to me, the much more interesting question, Mm -hmm. is what does it look like whenever a player does test positive? Uh, Do you just say, well, okay, it just happened, and, you know, at at that point, are you skirting CDC guidelines and saying, oh, no, we're just going to keep playing football? Mm -hmm. Because to me, that that would go against what local and, like, basically every health, you know... Recommendation. Recommendation. The other thing to think about, too, is what happens when a player's girlfriend gets it, and that, that player is supposed to be quarantined for 14 days. Okay, so that's fine, but... What then if he has? I mean, that yeah, there is there's a lot more. What if the person in the school gets it? What if somebody's mom gets it? Yep, you know what I mean. What if the The, star, what the the team mom, what if the star quarterback's mom Mm -hmm. contracts COVID 19? Right? Like, there is a lot that's still to be like, I know that I have my own thoughts, but like, I know that everybody thinks this thing is over. It is decidedly not. Mm-hmm. There are more people in Texas in hospitals with COVID-19 right now than there have ever been. So, look, you know, this is this is the much more interesting conversation is what are the protocols after somebody tests positive? Mm-hmm. West Orange Stark, uh, I, you know, I think kudos to the staff there. I think this is the right thing to do is be like, we're shutting it down for two weeks. Right. 
Will every school go about that same way? Will the UIL mandate that every school go about it the way, that way? There's a lot to be determined between now and then, and I just want to make sure people are thinking about that. Because uh, when I tell you that the 2020 Texas high school football season will be different, like I'm not just saying that for—that's for, a terrible turn of phrase—not just saying it for my health. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm telling you that because there are going to have to be things in place, like protocols in place, mm-hmm. either from the local level— or from the state level, or I, I, not technically the federal level, but there will be protocols in place, and they are going to make this such a different, and I'll be honest, probably pretty weird season. Right. Plain and simple. And I think that that's what, for the past couple of weeks, even at this point, that those are the answers we've been looking for yes. more than anything. It's right. not, when are we going back? What are we allowed to do? It's what happens when this happens because it's yeah. inevitably definitely going yeah to I'm, I'm sorry yeah again i'm not wishing it on people Mm-mm. i'm just telling you that like statistically it's like they're 1400 high school football they're 1237 uil texas high school football teams okay mm-hmm. if you if you were to average this is this is entirely unfair right if you were to say that the that the average team has 20 players and they have a lot more than 20 players Right? If you were to average 20 players, you're talking about 25,000 kids. Okay? Yeah. Someone's going to get it. Yeah. What happens then? They already have it. That is, <laughs> that is, my, that is what I think makes this a really – what's going to be very interesting to watch is what the protocols are when it happens, not if it happens. Because if we're going to – because I'll be honest. If we're going to start shutting down schools the moment that one kid in school tests positive – then we may as well not open. Yeah. Like, I, like honestly, because right. it's going because that means that you know, Allen has sixty nine hundred kids. Yeah. Themselves. That's like, like somebody at Allen High School is almost certainly going to test positive at some point. Right. So what happens then? Mm-hmm. That's what I've got my eye on, uh, and I think that that what hap- what's happening in Orange is an interesting. Uh, Maybe harbin- harbinger seems like a negative term terminology, but an interesting case study in what right. could be to come in the future. So uh, certainly keep an eye on that. Uh, okay, happier news. Move on to happier. <laughs> we kind of went through our soapbox there. For a, um, a couple of uh, you know Texas high school football coaching carousel has obviously like ground almost to a halt, and I would normally say to a halt, but there have been a couple of. Coaching changes in the yeah. past week, which will not be in your magazine. They will Sorry. not be in your magazine. Sorry. <laughs> uh, in the in the up both of them up in the panhandle. Press pass sports. Um, uh, our, our friend Kale Steed broke this news yesterday that uh, Jimmy Thomas has uh, resigned at Bushland. He's going into administration. Uh, Jimmy Thomas has been the coach there at Bushland for six seasons. Um, helped them helped guide them to uh, some some really really strong years. Uh, they have promoted Josh Reynolds uh, from within. Not surprising. I I would expect that any coaching change that you see from here on out is going to be uh, you're going to see internal promotions. And so that is a a a, a pretty a pretty strong. Uh, I, I, there's a pretty strong correlation that the longer, the later in the season, the later in coaching change season, uh, that there is a, uh, a coaching change, uh, the more likely it is to promote from within. So they've promoted Josh Reynolds to be the new head coach at Bushland. There's another one in the six-man ranks, a big yeah. job at the co- six-man ranks. Uh, McLean uh, came open as Clint Lindman who led McLean to the 2018 state championship and the 2019 uh, finalist. 
uh, a finalist, you know, a, a state finalist, another state championship game. Uh, he has left to go take over at Miami. Uh, as they are going to, uh, he takes over for for that program. Very interesting to see. That's a major uh, six man coaching uh, move. Uh, if you're interested, Step just sent this to me. If you're interested, there are right now five open five UIL jobs that are still open. Uh, Eleven man jobs, I should say. Uh, Carrizo Springs, Crandall, Hardin, Sabinal, and uh, uh, and South San, South San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So there are five open jobs right now still. That hey, you know it's June 11th. Like, you know, we are late we're in the game. Workouts already. Well, there are workouts going on right now. <laughs> Late in the game. So, uh, of course, we'll keep you posted at TexasFootball.com about all of those things. Finally, speaking of TexasFootball.com, I want to direct you there. As yesterday, uh, we rolled out our all-Texas college team. Uh, it's in the magazine, the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We, we released it, and you're seeing these kind of press releases pop up across all the school sites, uh, TCU and, and SMU and, all, and A&M and all of them, saying, oh, you know, our, our guys are on the, uh, the all-Texas college team. If you uh, So go check out who we say are the best at their positions in college football in the state of Texas in 2020. And uh, I believe there's a new Republic of Football Yes. Uh, with in conjunction with that, so a new episode of Republic of Football with Shahan J. Raja uh, and uh, and Ishmael Johnson. If you want to check that out, uh, we've got college football coverage at TexasFootball.com. The All Texas College Team was announced. It is up on TexasFootball.com. So please go check that out. Good job, bud. Thanks, I did. <laughs> We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Please just go click it. And if just go click it, go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. See what it's about. If it's not for you, no hard feelings. But, but at least, go check it out. Yeah. Just go check it out. That's it. Go That's all we're asking. Thank you. <laughs> Subscribers of Dave Campbell's Texas Football should start receiving their magazines here pretty soon. And inside, when they flip open, they will see uh, the most expansive rankings that we've ever done in Texas high school football. Uh, you will see top 50 for Class 6A, top, uh, top 25 for each division of 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A, and top 20 uh, for each division of Class 1A, plus private school rankings as well. Preview of more than 1,400 teams across the state. We are starting to unveil the top 10 of these rankings. We've gone from 1A to 2A, now up into 3A. A reminder that we are the official rankings provider of the Associated Press. So this is kind of the rankings of record in mm-hmm. Texas high school football. Uh, we're unveiling the uh, the top 10s. Uh, we have reached 3A Division One. Remember, you can see the top 25 in the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. But we will get to the top 10 here of the 3A Division One rankings uh, in Texas high school football in 2020. <clears throat> we will start number 10. The Jordanton Indians are the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A surprise 10-2 team from a year ago. Coach Daryl Andrus uh, has a stud quarterback and his son Cole Andrus and a wide receiver in Jarrell Lilly that could be ready to make a big leap. Jordanton starts the year number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number 9, the Troy Trojans are the number 9 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A regional finalist last year has stud running back Zach Urbacek, uh back. He was a 2,700-yard rusher a year ago and four offensive linemen. If this defense can gel around linebacker Caden Workman, watch out. Troy, the number 9 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number 8. 
Let's go down south. Hallettsville is the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Last year's regional finalist has a fleet-footed veteran group led by stud running back Jonathan Brooks. If they can survive the rough and tumble District 12 3A Division I, they are in business. Hallettsville, number eight in 2A, 3A Division I. Number seven, Rockdale, the Tigers. Uh, the Jacob Campsey era begins in Rockdale and so does and does so with a team ready to win right now. 16 starters back, including running back Cameron Valdez and two-way star Kashan Raven. This is a loaded Rockdale team uh, for new coach Jacob Campsey. Rockdale number seven in 3A Division One. To number six we go. The Gladewater Bears are the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. 21 wins in the last two years have the Bears, which bring back 17 starters. Thinking about big things as Elijah Carter and DJ Allen lead an explosive group of skilled players. Gladewater, the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. We're running down the top 10 of the 2020 preseason Texas high school football rankings, according to Dave Campbell's Texas football. Expanded rankings and previews of more than 1,400 Texas high school football teams in the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. You can get yours at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Into the top five we go, where at number five, you'll find the Wall Hawks at number five. It's all about the beef for the Hawks, which welcomes back a massive offensive line led by a huge offensive lineman Tate Williams to plow the road for the flexbone offense. And linebacker Drew Mar- Morrison rather guides a resurgent defense. Wall, the number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number four, the Malakoff Tigers are the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. This is a sound Tiger squad for Jamie Driscoll, especially at the line of scrimmage with defensive tackle Zamar, uh, Zamir Ruiz and lineback, or offensive lineman rather, Lance Robertson. Can they find a running back to surround quarterback Darian Peace? That's a big question. We got high hopes for Malakoff. They're number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number three. The Pottsboro Cardinals are the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A year after their first ever state title game appearance, the Cardinals are ready to finish the job as quarterback Braden Plyler and wide receiver Titus Lyons return to trigger a high-octane attack for coach Matt Poe. Pottsboro, the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number two... The Grandview Zebras are the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The two-time defending champs welcome back one of the state's most dynamic players in Dane Yench and a solid group of linemen. If the defense comes together and a running back emerges, a three-peat is definitely in the cards. Grandview, the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Which means that's right, we have a new number one. We sure do. The number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Brock Eagles. The Eagles have an 87-13 and record in eight seasons of varsity play, and 2020 could be the year they return to the top with every major skill position player back, led by running back Cash Jones, while Dr- uh, defensive end Brett Drillette leads a speedy defense. The Brock Eagles are Dave Campbell's Texas football's preseason pick to win the 3A Division I state title. So there you go. The 3A Division I Top 10, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Number 10, Jordanton. Number 9, Troy. Number 8, Hallettsville. Number 7, Rockdale. Number 6, Gladewater. Number 5, Wall. Number 4, Malakoff. Number 3, Pottsboro. Number 2, Grandview. And number 1, Brock. Of course, expanded rankings you can find in Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. If you are interested... From a regional perspective, um, it, it, I would say that it's probably, you know, it's actually there's a fair bit of balance. Uh, when you talk about, for example, region one, you've got Brock at number one and you've got Wall at number at number five. 
Region 2 is absolutely loaded with mm-hmm. Pottsboro, Grandview, Malakoff, Gladewater. But then you go to Region 3, and there's a lot of real quality depth there. When you're talking about number 8, uh, or number 7, rather, Rockdale, number 8, uh, Houtsville, and number 9, Troy. Uh, and then uh, in Region 4, Jordanton is the only team uh, ranked in the top 10 out of Region 4. So it figures to be really, really interesting. Uh, I think that people may be surprised to see Grandview not at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got high hopes for Brock. Uh, I think that this could be the year. Uh, this could be one of those years that Brock uh, uh, breaks through. Uh, they would see, uh, they would, uh, and because of the way that things broke out, they would have to see, uh, well, they would see the winner of Region 2 in the, in the mm-hmm. um, semifinals. That could be Grandview. You could have Brock Grandview in a semifinal. Last Which, year it was oof. a. Last year I believe it was. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, because uh, because remember Grandview moves from Region Three to mm-hmm. Region Two, which really shifts things. So Step brought up Step brought up a good point too. Uh, District Eleven in yep. Three A Division One is just insane oh. because Troy, who is ranked number nine in the preseason rankings, is seated about fourth in their district. Well, they are. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you that right now they're you know they're they're definitely second behind Rockdale. Right. Right. And exactly. that's by the way, not to mention a team uh, like Lorena, not mm-hmm. to mention a team like Cameron Yo. I mean, it's a really that really good district. district. Is crazy. Absolutely loaded. So of course you can see previews of more than fourteen hundred Texas high school football teams and uh, expanded rankings in the twenty twenty summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe is the only way to get it before it hits newsstands. So TexasFootball slash subscribe. Now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? There's only like one comment that was surprised by the Grandview one. Really? That surprised me. Mm. I don't know if maybe they just aren't listening to us, but... Well, that, that's also that's, very pos- yeah. possible. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I think it's interesting. <laughs> I was just shocked by that. I think it's, I think it's very interesting. They are going to... Uh, I think 3A Division 1 is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think I think 3A Division 1 maybe... No, I don't want to say that. We got some more rankings to come, and and I'm excited about a lot of different classifications. But three A Division One is is one of the divisions that I think I'm most excited about watching in 2020. Well, and I think a big portion of that always comes from when you do have people that are repeat state champions, and you kind of get in that groove when you kind of hint out something that's like, ooh, there might be a little bit of a, a shakeup here. Yes, that's what makes stuff really exciting. It's going to be very interesting to watch. So, uh, yeah, make sure you go to TexasWall.com/slash/subscribe tomorrow. In studio, in the power zone. Do we have a camera on the power zone? Is it on? No. Oh, I, I didn't turn it on. In the power zone. It's right over there. It's like <laughs> 10 feet away from me. Yep. <laughs> in the power zone, Matt Stepp will be here. We will talk about his travels across the state of Texas during the first week of UIL workouts, as well as we will have Big Ben talk and a lot of other fun stuff. So you do not want to miss that. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow for Friday with Step. Wow, you're creative. That's a great slogan. Text football today.